everybody. Welcome to the Good Shepherd Weekly. This is Matt Murphy. And if you are a regular listener, then you get 10 bonus points into your podcast account. Um, I'm kidding. There's no such thing. I'm glad you keep listening. I'm just trying to bring some dry humor to this because I don't know who's listening, actually. Uh, If you're brand new to Good Shepherd, I'm a dad, so I've got lots of dad jokes. But seriously, we would love to connect with you and get to know you better. So come visit uh, our website, goodshepherd.family. Come to a service. You can find our address, and we've got two services on Sunday. We'd love to meet you. So two weeks ago, I began a series on sexuality and God's design for sex. And we looked at this question, who made us and for what reason? We know based on the truth of God's word and that he never lies that he made us and he made us for his glory. And so when we seek to live for his glory, especially concerning sexuality, it's not only honoring to him, it's it's good for us. And then this past Sunday, how do our lives bring glory to God? If that's the purpose, then how can we sexually or with our sexuality bring glory to God? So we need more and more understanding um, of the basic truths and then how we live that out. So you've got two opposing views. Obviously, on one hand, God's design. And then on the other hand, the world's delusion, which we're going to focus on that this next Sunday. So check that out. Come and, and you can hear more about that. But we focused this past week on God's design. And honestly, this is where we have to start. We need to start with the truth. You don't start with the lie and work toward the truth. You start with the truth and then everything else will be revealed to be a delusion, a lie. And so uh, God's design for sex and sexuality is that it's holy and loving. And so we should honor, highly honor Uh, one another's sexuality and the way we treat people. Whether you're single or whether you're married, it really doesn't matter. I mean, if you are single, you don't experience sex in a relationship, or at least it's not God's design for you to. Um, But how do you honor God with your own sexuality? How do you trust him for that? And if you're married, same question. How do you honor God in your marriage? How do you trust him to be devoted and committed to your spouse? Uh, in a sexual, intimate way. And so uh, also, it's it's not only holy, God's gift of sex is also loving. I mean, God loves us and he, he wants to know us intimately. He does know us intimately and he wants us to know him intimately. And so starting with marriage, sex should be intimately shared, intimately enjoyed. I mean, this is one of the purposes of sex is that it be shared and enjoyed. It also is intended for producing godly offspring, very much a part of God's plan for sex and marriage. But then what about the single person who um, in a way has restraints? They are not able to share and enjoy the gift of sex uh, because they're not married. And there's so many temptations and so many opportunities for that in the world. But how how does that person... Um, enjoy the love of God. And if they have desires to be married, which is a great thing, if they have a desire to have a a wife or a husband, how can they trust God and prepare for that time so that when they do commit themselves in marriage, if they do, that they will, again, back to the first part, treat marriage, treat sexuality as holy. And if they do that in their singlehood, if you do it as a single person, you're going to be ready to do that in marriage if that happens. And so um, in all of this, 
we need to remember that the glory of God is supreme in everything. Uh, whether you're single or whether you're married, it's God's glory that is supreme. And the way he's glorified is that we are pure in heart, just like he made us in the beginning. In fact, in Matthew 5, 6, it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. I can imagine God making Adam and Eve in the very beginning and how he made them upright, pure, and how they saw him as he was. And he's always known us as we are. But they saw God unfiltered, pure, raw, and yet through sin, they were stained and in need of redemption. And so that's how we, through Christ, are able to have a pure heart again is through the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and that his shed blood from his own pure heart uh, purchased our redemption so that we can be made pure again through him. So I want to just close with a question, then I want to pray um, for us. But the question is really two, twofold. When sexual desire, which is a good thing, let's not be fooled. Sexual desire is a gift from God. It's a good thing. But when that is confronted by temptation and by evil, how can we be pure in heart? If you're single, ask yourself, how can I as a single person be pure in heart. And if you're married, ask yourself the same question. How can I be pure in heart? How can I be pure in my own life, in in my relationships with other people as a single person? Uh, How can I be pure with the person of the opposite sex? Uh, And if you're married, all those things apply. How, How can I be pure? And especially for the married person, how can I be pure in my own marriage where God says the two have become one. And so this is what I believe is the great um, journey of our lives is learning how to walk in the truth that God provides. And he gives us so much um, in his word to understand and learn and grow in. So as we continue to walk through this series, I pray that the Lord will help you to answer these questions. But I just want to encourage you to to talk with him and spend time doing that with him and he will show you how you can be pure in heart. And that's what I want to pray for right now. So Father, we thank you for the purity of your heart. God, without without your pure heart, there would be no hope. Without Jesus being a pure sacrifice, uh, a sinless, perfect sacrifice, we would have no hope. And I'm so thankful that we can be redeemed. And so if... um, somebody's listening and they don't know you, Lord, uh, would you grant them a pure heart? Like overall, would you wash them by your blood through your Holy Spirit and grant them purity in their heart? And then as as people, as, as believers especially, how can we, whether we're single or married, how can we be pure in heart? How can we live out of a pure heart that we have in Christ? And it's only th- through him that we can do that. And so I'm so thankful, Father, for the example and the power that we have in Jesus through the Spirit to be pure in heart. And I pray that each person, whether single or married, would seek you, would seek you in that way with a pure heart and then would walk as they relate to you and to other people with a pure heart. So, uh, Lord, just um, wash us, cleanse us, sanctify us today with your purity, your holiness, your love. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, God bless you. Have a great week. Look forward to uh, connecting with you soon or see you on Sunday. Bye.